the presentation to the financial year 2022. Let me guide you through the highlights and the lowlights of the last financial year. 2022 was quite transformational for Contron. We completed the divestment of the IT service division, which means we are now a clearly IoT-focused group with a much cleaner legal structure, and we had a net profit out of that disposure of 232 million in total. We ended the year with a cash position of 438 million on our balance sheet. That's the highest cash position Contron ever had on its balance sheet with an additional 138 million of cash payable by RC yet in the coming quarters. We have a strong backlog of around 1.5 billion and a book to bill ratio of most recently 1.28. The chip shortage on the low light side heavily hit Contron, particularly in the first two quarters and also affected Contron in the third quarter. We had delinquent backlog of 127 million in Q2 and still 124 million in Q3. And that declined sharply to 96 million in Q4, but not totally normalized. We had a cash drain of 120 million until Q3 caused by disruptive supply change, but that trend was reversed in the fourth quarter and we had a positive cash flow of over 100 million in Q4 alone. The Russian war had also an impact on our business. It was reduced by around 45 million of revenues in the course of 2022. Let's look at the continued operations. The business adjusted by the sale of the focus assets and by the realignment adjustments necessary to bring Contra into an IoT-focused environment. The revenues increased to almost 1.1 billion. EBTA increased by over 20% to 109.5 million. And the operating net income after non-controlling interest totaled 55.5 million, up more than 80% from the comparable value last year. The number of employees almost stood at the same level, slight decline, but the order entry book to bill sharply increased. The book to bill stood at 1.28 and the order backlog at 1.5 billion. The operating cash flow is almost at the same level, I would say, like last year, even though we had this heavy impact of the cash drain because of the supply chain disruptions. But we almost caught up in the fourth quarter to the level of year-end 2021. Operating cash flow was positive at almost 60 million for 2022. Let's have a look at the balance sheet, which is quite healthy due to the closure of the focus transaction. Assets, total assets up 100 million, goodwill down 20 million, inventory down 50 million compared to the Q3 2022. It's almost at the same level like at the end of last year. The trade receivables are down 16 million compared to the third quarter and sharply down compared to year-end 2021. It's a bit misleading, though, because you have to bear in mind that 28 million of trade receivables were reclassified in contract assets from customers, which means that actually this number would not have been at the same level like year-end 2021, but would have been almost 30 million lower. In the other receivables and prepayments, you see the impact of the tables, and I see is yet to pay uh, to Contron. 
Let's have a look at the capital and liability side. Equity up 200 million, so quite a big leap forward. Long-term borrowings almost at the same level like U3, slightly down from year-end 2021 as we started to repay our debt. And the trade payables are slightly up compared to Q3 and are significantly down 44 million compared to year-end 2021. Equity ratio is sharply up at 44% now with a total net cash position of 118 million on our balance sheet and the working capital improved slightly to 140 million. Next slide, you see at the development of the delinquent backlog and the inventory, you see that we're not fully normalized yet, but we are getting closer to that. We are now almost at the same level like year end last year and significantly down from a very high delinquent backlog and inventory we had in the second quarter of last year. We also present to you the operating cash flow adjusted by the impact of increased accounts receivable factored. If we deduct that amount, the operating cash flow would stand at around 40 million. On the other hand, if we look at the organic growth rate of just below 10%, we have to bear in mind that at year-end 2021, the Russian, Ukraine, Belarus, and Moldova assets we have disposed of or which have been reclassified as assets held for sale in the fourth quarter had not been deducted yet. So if we add that up to financial year 2022, we would get to an adjusted organic growth rate of around 14%. The geographic split shows you that 95% of EBITDA is currently generated in Europe, but that is going to change in the course of the M&A activities. We are confident and reiterate we are going to be able to present the first transaction most likely within the first half of this year. And we anticipate to invest up to $250 million of our funds from the liquidity we have currently on our balance sheet in acquisitions this year and another 250 million likely next year. M&A targets are in the software solutions segment and will enable us to go more global, spreading and diversifying geographically into Asia, China and US at the same time. Let me present you the cash usage. We have now slightly more liquidity on our balance sheet that we anticipated. We have liquidity of around 700 million available, which we are going to use on the one hand side for acquisitions, as mentioned before. And on the other hand, we are going to invest in a reduction of the factoring, which is becoming increasingly burdensome with rising interest rates. And that reduction in factoring will save us probably around 2 million of interest per annum. I will invest around 300 million of our cash into the acquisitions. The remaining part likely to be financed with that. We anticipate to have a dividend of 1 euro share this year. And we anticipate to have on top of the existing share buyback program of 10 million, a top up depending on the availability of attractive acquisition targets. The rule of thumb for Contron is that we're going to invest 50% of our net profits and distribute it to shareholders either in form of a dividend or via share buyback programs. We expect to have an operating cash flow of around 70 million this year, which will further contribute to our liquidity position. 
the guidance for this year and the midterm guidance until 2025, we still assume there will be revenues of around 1.2 billion with a net profit. We increased the net profit target to 66 million from slightly more than 60 million to 66, 10% rise in guidance due to the fact that we have much more comfort now with regards to the planning already after the end of Q1. The EBTA margin will likely also slightly increase to more than 11%. The midterm guidance for 2025 is 2 billion of revenues and EBTA of 13% and a net profit of 140 million. We have the vision 2030 to transform into an EU play IoT as a service player which will boost net earnings close to 10%. I look forward to present the next quarters to you and uh, happy to answer any questions. Disclaimer. As described in our legal section on our website www.seat11a.com, this publication is just for informational purposes only. This means it is not considered to give you any investment advice. Any opinion or recommendation expressed by the companies is neither given nor supported by us and should not be considered an investment advice from our side. Also remember that any opinion or recommendation expressed is subject to changes without further notice. The content itself is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, completeness, or timeline of its content. Seat11a.com and its employees disclaim all liabilities for any loss that may arise in any form from any use of information in the video slash audio and from our website. We neither express any opinion on the future value of any security or other investment vehicle, nor recommend any investment based on the information given. Please consider the publications and our website as a platform for companies to present themselves, but you need to seek financial advice from an expert regarding the accuracy and appropriateness of the material presented or recommended by the companies in the publication, as we are just considered a publisher. We may hold and trade any time securities in the presenting company, may it be a listed or private company. By consuming our content, you agree to these terms and the terms in our legal section on our website.